All right, welcome back to Daily Momentum. It is Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Happy St. Patrick's Day out there. Uh, I got a Tuesday tip for everyone. So Aaron Orendorf wrote a great article in the New York Times uh, online about why your colleagues don't read your writing. And I first saw that uh, Alyssa Fink, who is a podcast guest, I think from episode 30, uh, she's the former CMO of Tableau Software. She posted this on LinkedIn, so shout out to her. And uh, in the article, Orndorf uh, lists eight reasons why pretty much no one at work reads what you write. And uh, as a salesperson, as a sales leader, I write a ton of stuff at work. I obviously write you know, the blog every single day for you folks. And sometimes people respond to emails at work and sometimes they don't. Um, so if you're like me, you might be able to benefit from some of these tips from Orndorf. So there's eight of them, right? So number one is to write less often, right? And there's the, the practicality of having scarcity in what you say, right? If you're the person that sends an email to someone every, you know, eight minutes about how important everything is, well, then, you know, after a little while, people aren't going to respond to everything that you say. But if you're the person that thinks about it, you know, uh, says things at the right time, similar to how people do that in real life, you know, they might take in a lot of information, they might be listening a lot, and then they speak. Um, you want to do that with some of your email correspondence as well. The second tip is to use fewer words, right? Mark Twain once said that, you know, uh, I'm writing you a long letter. Uh, if I had more time, I would have made it shorter, right? So it's brevity, it's be brief, it's be brilliant, and it's be gone. So use as few words as possible. Um, I like to try to use, you know, five sentences or less, right? Two scrolls on the iPhone or less, or people are just probably going to delete it or only skim maybe the first paragraph and the last paragraph. Number three is to put action words in the subject line, right? So um, putting help needed or putting, you know, request for help or need this ASAP, something to make someone actually open the email, right? You're going to get dozens and dozens of emails from your colleagues or Slack messages or whatever, right? So trying to put action words of what you actually need, um, when, maybe even when it's due, uh, if it's for your team, putting that in the subject line so people know how to prioritize, right? Um, listen more and talk less. And this goes, you know, similar to number one, right? You want to be, especially in a lot of these group conversations, you want to be the person that listens, that takes the, you know, kind of seeps all that information in like a sponge and then talks when you have a decision to be made, when you need to speak, speak when you only need to. Um, number five, don't answer, ask, right? So, um, you know, don't just end an email with a sentence, let me know when you can do X, Y, Z, right? Ask a question. And, you know, Tim Ferriss often says the quality of our questions equals the quality of our lives, right? So always end the sentence with, or end the email rather with a question, right? And then let people chime in from there and, and be able to answer you and add value from there. Um, number six, invert the order, lead with the need, right? So uh, inversion is a, is a, mental model and a strategy to kind of flip things on its head, right? So flip things and put them in the reverse order that often leads to really strong thinking. So if you invert the order of a normal email where you might have pleasantries and then you have all the context and then at the end you have the ask, you flip that on its head. So if someone only reads the first two sentences, they already know what the email is about. They already know you're asking for the meeting, you're asking for this to be done by the deadline, you're asking for X, Y, Z, whatever that might be. And then you're supplying context and then you're supplying, um, you know, maybe some, some niceties for just to be pleasant, right? Uh, number seven, 
provide a people-proof TLDR, which stands for too long, didn't read. Uh, pretty much no one's going to read the full email if it's past five sentences, right? So if you need to supply a lot of context and you need to give a whole lot of explanation, put a people-proof too long, didn't read at the top, make it a couple sentences and say, hey, if you don't want to read all that shit that I just wrote below, that's a novel that could be in a bookstore, just read these three sentences. And the eighth thing, this goes for any communication with anyone ever. Don't make it all about you, right? Uh, if you're sending something to your team, if you're sending something to a customer or a prospect, what is in it for the person that's reading it? What can they do with this email that's going to benefit them? It's going to make their job easier. It's going to make them more money. It's going to help them on their promotion track. It's going to make them have to work less today. Whatever it is, always try to make it about someone else. And I got the link to this blog, I've got a link to a great article that Tucker Max wrote in the Harvard Business Review about how to write a cold email. If you're in sales, you should 100% check out that blog. Uh, you can head to millenniummomentum.net and you can find the article there. Um, it's a great read uh, for anyone that's writing a cold email. Maybe it's to customers, maybe it's to uh, VCs to get funding, whatever it might be. Um, and the better that we can communicate our ideas, the better influence we'll have over the outcomes of our lives. So I hope you appreciated that Tuesday tip. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'll end this with a little Irish prayer to all my O'Briens out there. Uh, it's may those that love us, love us. And those that don't love us, may God turn their hearts. And if he doesn't turn their hearts, may he turn their ankles so we know them by their limping. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You can check out more at millennialmomentum.net. You can check me out at Tommy Tahoe on Instagram and Twitter. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Make it a great day. Peace.